Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Hi, everyone. Today, we have a special guest. My friend, Deb Eslinger, is going to be talking about how to get results every day. She has such a great experience and such an awesome story that she's going to share with you. Deb has been a successful business owner, coach to entrepreneurs, and a super mom survivor. Deb has created a lifestyle she wants and a career she loves. She's certified as a John Maxwell speaker, trainer, and coach. And not only that, she's developed many programs in her local community and worked with many teams to reach peak performance in the workplace. I'm so excited to share Deb with (laughs) you because I know that she's going to help you figure out how to get results every single day. Hello, Deb. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know we are going to have so much fun and we are going to share some amazing tips and tricks to help people on this podcast get results in their life, both personally and professionally, right? Oh, absolutely. Allison, I have been looking forward to this for over a week already, just spending time with you and your listeners. I just can't wait to uh, have a conversation with you and, and hopefully make a difference and add some value to those that listen in. Awesome. I'm so excited. So for those of you who don't know Deb, Deb was one of my mentors. When I started off, I got a certification through the John Maxwell team. I think it was three or four years ago. And Deb was actually a mentor at our table. And she was able to kind of coach me along the process and help uh, just believe in me. And I was so grateful for for Deb and her support. And we, uh, we became really great friends. And so as I started this launch podcast, I kept thinking to myself, I need to get Deb on here because Deb is a powerhouse of just knowledge and experience and wisdom. And not only that, but she, um, she does, she's really good at getting results and driving revenues within companies and organizations. And, um, and I wanted to be able to share that with you today. So Deb, I want you to share a little bit about your background, a little bit about yourself so people can kind of find out a little bit more about Deb. Yeah. You know, um, Allison, thank you so much. You know, as, as you mentioned uh, in my introduction, you know, I've been certified with the John Maxwell team since uh, 2013, where I've really developed into, you know, doing trainings and speaking and coaching other entrepreneurs. Um, but that is just one piece, you know, that has really um, helped me propel to where I'm at today. Um, you know, born and raised here in Bismarck, North Dakota, I've always been an entrepreneur, Allison. Um, from, from very little on, I can remember being in fourth grade and for Christmas, all I ever wanted was a bubble gum machine. And the reason why I wanted that bubble gum machine is because I had an older brother who was two years older and I wanted to sell him bubble gum, you know, trying to find ways to, you know, make this. I, and I know I that sounds that. so silly, but as a fourth grader, my brain has always been wired for how can I, you know, take something and make it better or how can I, you know, provide a service or find a gap and, and fill it. And so, um, you know, as I, as I grew up, you know, graduated from college, uh, been in the photography world for 12 plus years, taking, you know, lots and lots of photos, which many people don't know that part about me. Um, but I used to do about, you know, shoot about 40 weddings a year and uh, tons of sports photography all around the Bismarck Mandan community here in North Dakota for all different types of sports. And I did that for about 12 years. Um, but what I found in that process too is even though I loved, you know, being part of people's special events, I really loved the business side of things. I really helped. I 
loved seeing results. I loved, you know, the productivity, becoming more efficient, the operations behind it, um, and, and really just, you know, finding ways to add value to people um, through services or through, you know, uh, things that I could do to, to provide that value. Um, through that process, I kept finding, you know, my heart was beginning to, to continue to fill up, right? Uh, becoming satisfied with, with all that. Um, moved, moved on into, you know, um, trying to raise the family and, and I know we're going to, you know, dive deep into that a little bit too, because there was a point where, you know, I, I kind of battled between, do I have to choose between raising a family and my career? And, and I kind of went back and forth with this battle a little bit. Um, and ultimately, you know, I, I, I found out that I could have both <laughs> and I didn't have to make it either, or I can have a yes and an and, and, and do both very well, uh, and be both, you know, very fulfilled in, in both of those areas. And so that's been kind of a mission of mine as well as helping other women. But for the last 10 years, I've spent, um, being the executive director of a nonprofit organization here in North Dakota, um, that primarily focused on the Women's Business Center for the state of North Dakota, in addition to an entrepreneurs, um, entrepreneurship center uh, that included some incubation space for entrepreneurs to come grow, start, scale, uh, enlarge, merge, you know, just, just organizations and entrepreneurs, um, helping entrepreneurs and their dreams become a reality, essentially. So running in the trenches with them, helping them serve clients, um, serve customers, you know, getting that first sale, getting that hundredth sale, growing to a million dollars, um, everything in between, um, all things entrepreneurship, all things growing, uh, filling the gaps, you know, and, and, and truly just helping them become better leaders and, and reaching their potential. Oh, I love that. So many of our listeners either have a business, are starting a business, want to start a business. And so that's why I brought you on the podcast, Deb, because you have, um, you have not only had the opportunity to grow your own business, but you've also had the opportunity to help others others grow their businesses. And I think it's really important. I know, you know, I, in my own experience, I had um, the opportunity to, to consult with businesses and I still do, you know, I do some consultation with businesses, which is really fantastic because I get to see kind of behind the scenes of a whole bunch of different types of you know, companies and organizations. And I feel like I see some good things that I want to take back to my business. And I see some not so good things that I don't want to take back to my business. And I use that to propel myself forward um, in my businesses and help serve clients. And I, and I'm sure in your experience, you've kind of had that situation as well. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And, and what I found too is, you know, th this whole thing of, I, I guess you would call my brain a little bit more of a serial entrepreneur where I get so excited, um, seeing the passion in other people's eyes in regards to what it is that they think that they can do, um, and just helping them re reach that full potential in order to chase that dream, chase that, that business, you know, chase that, whatever it might be. And, and as you know, everything worthwhile is uphill, right? Our mentor, mm -hmm. John Maxwell tells us that. And so a lot of these entrepreneurs that come in that I've done, um, consulting and, and coaching with, you know, they know that they, it's not going to be a sprint, right? It's going to be a marathon as they uh, go ahead and, and chase their dream of becoming that business owner. But um, what I have learned to Allison is even though all businesses and industries are different, there are so many same principles, right? Within business building and, and truly there is, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter always necessarily the industry it is because there's so much overlap in, in, in the steps that need to take place in order to grow a successful business. And so, um, what I've learned is I can coach, you know, I can coach truly anybody in almost every industry, um, because the steps of making a successful business usually are about the same. Love that. Sense. 
Yeah. That's like a mic drop moment <laughs> right there because it's true. It's so true, right? Once you start one business or once you help somebody start a business, you can see that there are things that you do over and over and over again. And you have to make sure all of those pieces are together in order to make the business successful. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So let's go on to the next question. Deb, what is your main passion or purpose in life? Well, you know, you're asking me today, right? And so it seems like sometimes um, I'm in this phase right now, Alice where, you know, I'm, I'm in a transition, right? So I, I resigned from my executive director role um, just a short three months ago. And I've been in this space where um, really launching into that next phase of my life. And so um, I've taken some time for self-reflection because I, I firmly believe that it's important. You know, I, I give 150% into everything that I do. And so taking time to detox maybe or to cleanse from uh, the previous role so that I can really get centered with what it is that I want to do. But what I'm very passionate about, you know, Allison is, is it's much of the same, you know, much of what I've done across the state of North Dakota here is really what I want to do across the world. Um, I really want to help people. I want to be a lid lifter, right? I want to help uh, women specifically really change the way that women work and, and families, you know, um, in, in, we have dual family careers. Most of it where men and women are both out in the workplace. Um, and oftentimes they're trying to find how to have that fulfilling uh, career life, but then also that fulfilling family life. And so I want to help them, um, you know, make life work better together um, so that they can be more fulfilled. But ultimately it's, it's also helping people bet on themselves. You know, for the last eight to 10 years, I've worked with countless uh, numbers of, of people that come to me saying, Oh, you work with people. People, I, I think I have this idea. You know, I don't know how many times I can tell you I've heard that over the past eight to 10 years. I have this idea. I don't know if it's going to work. And really what they're saying to me is, I really want to do this, but I don't believe in myself. Right. And so being able to help them bet on them and say, yes, you can do this. Right. And, and give them, give them that encouragement and, and whatever it is that I can surround them with uh, to fill the gaps in that belief so that they can just jump and, and really go after the dream that they, you know, that they want to do. Um, because I kind of feel, you know, I mean, you know, I, I have this in my mind is what will not be created if one submits to that fear. Right. Um, and, and there's so much to be missing that, that could potentially be missing from people if, if they just, you know, submit to that fear and, and don't chase it, you know, chase what it is truly on their heart. Bet on themselves, right, Allison? Bet on themselves. And isn't that so true? I know I've heard that too. I have this idea. I don't know if it'll work. And, and it is, it's true because haven't we all been there, right? We're starting oh, something new absolutely. and we're, like, we're going, I don't know if it's going to work because this is a crazy huge goal for me or a crazy huge idea. And like maybe even, and I don't know if, if perhaps you had this, but I did, um, when I had my crazy huge idea that I was going to write books, I was going to speak on stages and I was going to help all these people, like people, even in my immediate circle, they just didn't know that side of Allison. Right. And they didn't yeah. know that, that that was possible or even really what that looked like and what that meant for them. And so, you know, I have this idea. I don't know if it'll work. I think a lot of, a lot of people have been there. And so in that, how do you help people really focus on getting results every day? Like really thinking about, you know, how am I going to get some small wins or what do I, what do I start with? Because it seems scary. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, you know, what you just said there, Allison is, is truly gold right there. It's, you just got to start right. Taking action is the best way to start driving belief. And so oftentimes what we see is, and especially when I'm working with women, I, I see that the biggest thing that they lack is that confidence, that confidence in themselves. And so often it's just a matter of, 
um, you know, peeling back the onion a little bit and helping them um, really do some risk analysis and going, okay, well, if, if you do this, you know, what steps are needed, um, you know, and, and how how can we support you in that process? But ultimately, it's it's the more um, that you can fill in the gaps where that fear is and really start to uncover what is the main source of that fear um, and, and being able to help them understand, you know, where that fear is being driven from, um, we can ultimately use that fear to grow, right? I mean, we can use that fear and transform it into uh, confidence because now they've thought into it, now that they have more answers, now that they have a, a person, you know, a coach or someone like myself or you, you know, encouraging them and giving them that, that feedback. Um, something that I've always done too, Allison, is I don't let people, you know, the folks that come to me and tell me that they had an idea or, you know, I, I take that very seriously, right? Because um, I don't want to be messing with their, their mindset around their dream, right? I don't want to be, um, you know, I don't want to be giving them, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here, but, um, artificial harmony, right? I want to make sure that they know that they know that, um, you know, that, that there's power in their dream and, and maybe their dream as is, isn't fully intact. But if we sit down and we have a conversation, we start listening, you know, if I can start listening to the triggers that makes them excited, um, understanding their perspective on how they feel their dream is going to fit in that marketplace, who they need to become in order to, you know, fulfill that dream and, and what that dream, you know, requires them to be, I can start asking questions. And I, love to call it, you know, poking holes, right? I love to poke holes at things so that it, it drives deeper thinking. And I, I truly feel the more that we can think about stuff and reflect on that thinking um, allows us to marinate in, in what it is that, you know, we're thinking about and therefore it can be stronger on the other end. I know that's a lot of thinking. That's a lot. That's a fantastic right? amount of awesomeness. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just reading through my notes because, you know, I'm writing all these notes down. So, um, so it sounds to me like there are a few steps that you take to help people really start getting results every day. And the first step is to take action to derive their belief. And um, in that, they are able to start gaining that confidence in themselves and kind of figure out what it is that they need to do. The second step is really to do a risk analysis and say, hey, what are the risks associated with this, uh, with this dream or goal that I'm going to possibly meet up against? And how can I make sure that I have the gaps filled so that we can um, overcome any of those fears or those problems that I might face? And the third thing is to really dig deeper into the dream, right? And to, to figure out what it looks like and how they can move forward in order to get results. Is that kind of absolutely what awesome? Absolutely. But you know, when you talk about risk too, I, I don't want people just to focus on the risk of it. I want them to focus on the reward too. So, um, you know, what I had mentioned earlier is what will not be created if one submits to fear, meaning if you choose not to do this because you've given into fear, um, what will not be created, meaning what is, what is the risk of that, but what's also the reward, what will be created if you go ahead and, and launch forward? Um, and, and who will, who are those people in the seats that are hungry to hear you? Um, and I heard this the other day on any given day, you may be the answer to someone's prayer, right? Mm, we have no idea. Yeah. We have no idea what people out there are, are needing. And you, you might be holding the answers within yourself. If you would just be brave enough to share your giftedness with those people sitting in those seats on the other side uh, that maybe, you know, need to hear you and, and you might be their answer to their prayer. 
Right. I love that. That's the thing. I think when I'm meeting new people and especially, you know, speaking at an event or something, I always say, you know, there's over 7 billion people on the planet, but there's only one you, right. And you just never know if you're the voice for that, that person. And so a lot of times we think, oh, well, you know, there's other people doing what I do, but nobody's going to do it the way that you do it. Right. And the way that you do it is the thing that's going to connect with them. And thinking about that in your business and how you bring yourself into your business to help the people that you need to help and understand there are going to be people that you serve. There's a certain type of person that's going to be attracted to who you are. And that's, what's going to grow your business. Not the people, you know, when we started our first, uh, our financial planning firm, that was one of the things we needed to get really clear on is that there are going to be people that we work really well with. And there are going to be people that we don't work well with. Right. And putting it out there in the beginning of here's, here's the person that works really well with us because, you know, we're family oriented. We have, sometimes have our kids in the office. We have a playroom here and um, we really, you know, we want family, people with family values. We want people that are attracted to, you know, kind of how we we're more casual. We're more laid back. We like to, you know, we want to make sure we do a great job, but you know, we want to make sure that you know that. And, and that attracts a certain type of person to our business. And I think, you know, kind of what you're saying is that your voice and what you're doing will attract um, this, the specific person to you, which helps you grow your business. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So, um, Deb, I want to ask you, I mean, we're digging into this idea of getting results every day and I know you have actually a process that you go through with some priorities and some daily agenda, like some tips and tricks. And I want to make sure that we are able to get to those. So if you want to share kind of what your process is so that we can help people when they're listening to this podcast, really understand how they can start getting results in the new year. Well, you know, I don't think it's a science, right? Allison, I think it's truly um, your discipline, your daily agenda. And as you know, as well. Um, One of my favorite books is Today Matters with John Maxwell, and he really talks about 12 daily practices to guarantee tomorrow's success. And within this book, he really teaches about how do you um, really discipline your every single day in order to set yourself up for success. And um, for me, I've really tried to uh, do a good job over the years of, of knowing that every minute that I'm on this earth, it really, really counts. And so how can I set my day up uh, for success? And, and of course, those that are listening right now know that I am not perfect, right? <laughs> I am not, uh, my daily agenda is not etched out every single day of, of the year, all days, every day. Um, but they are guiding principles that I try to go about and, and really trying to understand you know, how do I prioritize? And and the first thing truly, as you mentioned with is what I see is I see people struggle. I mean, you know, Allison, if we talk about that word struggle and, and think of, you know, five to 10 friends of yours, uh, busy friends, colleagues, you know, workers, if you, if you survey, you know, people in the workplace today, the thing that they struggle the most with is, you know, in my mind, time management, they feel like they're getting burnt out. Um, and, and I hear this all the time. They feel like, man, if I could just stretch my day out, but we all know that if we stretch our day out, it's just going to fill with, you know, even more chaos, right? Because it's a matter of how do we, how do we really understand ourselves and how do we set ourselves up for success every single day? And, and doing that is trying to gain control of that daily agenda. Because at the end of the day, we all have the exact amount of time. We all have the exact, you know, I mean, the exact amount of time and time is our most precious commodity um, that we truly have. And so it's, it's a matter of how do we take those, you know, minutes in a day, those 1,440 minutes in a day and, and really really, you know, structure them in a way that um, really sets us up for success. And so I do, I, I have this, you know, priority pillar and 
at the end of this um, session, I'll go ahead and give you a, a link where you could go ahead and download if, if anybody wants to take um, my guide. But essentially, the first thing that one needs to do is they need to get really crystal clear of all the things that they have to do. Um, I know, and, and you probably know, Allison, too, when you don't have that clear vision of what it is that you need to do, um, you don't know where to start, right? And, and you can be so much more loose with your time because you're, you're just feeling like, oh, well, I think I need to do this or I think I need to do that. And so the, the biggest thing that one needs to do is, is to sit down and really identify what it is that you want, what it is that you need to do in order to accomplish what it is that you want, right? Um, and being able to start understanding, you know, what are those tasks? What are those, you know, those action steps that are needing to take place? And so once you get really, really clear on that, um, you know, the next thing that I love to, you know, to, to really talk about when it comes to priorities is the three R's. And John Maxwell developed this. And, and I know I talk a lot about John, but John is the, the one voice that speaks into me so much. But it's the three R's and, and the three R's of decision making. It, it really poses three critical questions to help you determine the priorities and where to invest your time. And I think these three questions are so uh, simple, <laughs> but they're so powerful. And so the first one, Allison, is what is required of me? And so for those that are listening and, and those that are thinking into their future, you know, their future dream, what is required of me to be, um, you know, able to attain that future X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you, you want to fill in the blank with, but what's required of me. And we all, Allison, have things that are required of us that maybe we don't want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we all have those things that I like to put in that, that bucket of, I'll get to it one day, but we know that we just need to conquer it. And so what are those things that are required of us to do in order for us to take, you know, that next step? Um, and then the, the other two for me are really important because this is where, you know, that satisfaction or that fulfillment uh, come in. But what brings me the greatest return? So each one of us, and you mentioned in the beginning, each one of us is, is gifted. Each one of us has a unique giftedness that um, if we stay in that space, if we stay in that strength zone, um, imagine the difference that we can do as we're adding value to people that we get to touch on a daily basis. But what brings me greatest return? or what gives me extraordinary results with maybe not as much extraordinary effort, right? Uh, ordinary effort brings extraordinary, extraordinary results. Um, you know, that, that would be a, a great place for you to stay. Um, oftentimes, you know, so many people work in their weak areas. Oftentimes we're, we're trying to perfect things that maybe we're not the greatest in. Um, but if we stay or spend a lot of time in that space that brings us great return, um, that satisfaction, that, that cup joy, you know, that cup of joy or that joy in filling our cup is going to be, um, probably a greater return as well. And then the final one is what gives me greatest reward? Um, and Allison, I think this is one that a lot of people sometimes skip, you know, the first and the second question and just want to do only what brings them greatest reward, meaning, oh, I only want to do things I enjoy, right? Or I only want to do things that fill my cup, but they're not willing to do the work in order to get to that place of significance. And so when you bring all three of these questions together, um, it's a great balance of trying to understand, you know, what is required of me, but what is going to yield great results? And at the end of the day, can it also give me great reward? And, and if you can follow those three um, questions in regards to prioritizing your time on a daily basis, um, it should really identify the different tasks that are needed to, to be done in order to complete the project or complete the task that the bigger task that you need to do. Um, 
Awesome. Okay, so we got to stop there. I know. I was going to say, I have so you much. Have, you, I know. You could keep going for, we could go for days, and I'll just have you on the podcast again. So we'll go, we'll get to all Perfect. Of I know people are going to be listening and going, I want more Deb, and I want to he- learn from her because she has so much, and this is why I'm so excited. But I want to go through those R's, the three R's again. Um, so the first R is, what is required of me? The yeah. second R is, what brings me the greatest return? And the third R is what gives me the greatest reward. And I love those three R's. Uh, I don't know why I miss those because (laughs) I haven't, I don't know if I, I'm I'm sure John has said that. And I don't, I probably have it written down three times, but when you just said it now, it really sunk into um, decision-making and like really thinking about what it is. Cause I, you know, I just took some time and I was reflecting on 2019, what, you know, what I was able to accomplish, what I wasn't able to accomplish, kind of what it looked like. Right. Have you ever done that where you just kind of just go through your entire planner and your calendar and your emails and just say, Hey, what, what did I do? Like, what were my big things? And then and then saying, okay, so for next year, you know, what, what am I going to keep and what am I going to get rid of? And I think, you know, asking that question of what's required of me, because a lot of times you think it's one thing and you find out it's something else, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. people will say, oh, this is what's required, not knowing what it is. And then you spend your time and effort in something that's sucking all of your time. And effort <laughs> you can't really get Absolutely. That, right? How many of us have ever done that in our businesses or in our lives where you just take, you know, there's stuff that just eats up. I used to, when I, um, when I was younger, I was a nonprofit leader. I was on seven different boards at one point. And do you know how much time and effort being on seven different boards takes? A lot, a lot of time yeah. and effort. At that time in my career, I didn't have kids and like it worked. It was part of me building up this board. But I now looking back at that, I'm like, oh yeah, there's, there are things that are just meetings to have meetings, to have meetings and yeah. it can be a really well-crafted email and you could move forward in your life. But anyway, okay. Well, so, but I think what you said there is really important, Allison. And so when we look at the requirement part of us, we need to know what one must do and, and also think into what can only be done by you. And so, um, you know, that, that's a pretty powerful statement right there. What can only be done by you, especially with these new business owners, right? Um, oftentimes we may not have a lot of capital to get started with on a brand new business, but you do have giftedness. So is there ways that you can offload some of the things that maybe aren't in your strength zone, um, in order to stay in that strength zone and, and really evaluate what, what is required of you, but what only can be done by you as well is, is also another important question to, to start prioritizing, you know, where you should be spending your time to get the bigger return, right. To get the, that greater, greater results. Um, and so I think that's really important to, you know, to know that you don't have to, even though it's required of you to complete a task, it may not be done by by you as well. Absolutely. Okay. So we are on to the question of two to three things you've done in your life to launch to the next level. Um, what are, what are a couple things that you've done in your life to go to that next level? Wow. Well, um, you know, this is where, you know, I, I like to just, um, it, it brings back, you know, so many opportunities just to sit and reflect and, and to, 
to really evaluate, you know, uh, John Maxwell talks a lot about evaluated thinking is, is so powerful, right? And, and being able to understand um, when you just go through motions or if you have a, a great, you know, great event or a great life, life milestone um, to not just accept it, but to sit back and reflect and think into that. And I've had some times in my life, Allison, where, you know, um, what has really driven me to help people get results um, came from some tragedy in my life, actually. I had, um, you know, in 2005, I had been a, a very successful, you know, photographer here in, in my local community. And I went through a, a terrible car accident where it resulted in losing my son. And because of that, um, it, it really made me stop and pause and, and also, you know, really be thinking into, you know, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> um, and through a lot of loss and through adversity, some of the greatest things can be born. And I know for me, um, you know, going through that loss, I was the the driver of the vehicle. And, and within that, um, you know, I had a little bit of survivor's guilt, right? And so here I am, you know, grieving the loss of my, my beautiful son that we, you know, he was just shy of eight months old at the time. But then I also had, you know, these feelings of, you know, why am I still here? And so, um, I really had to get a, a grip of all of everything that I was feeling during that time, Allison. And, and I know what, you know, on a, on a future podcast, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll dive into, you know, the, the power of, um, or maybe not the power of, I'm going to rewind here for a second, but just dive into, you know, lessons learned through all of this, but cause I don't want to discount, you know, that, that moment in my life. But, um, what I did learn in that process is I'm here for a purpose and, and I need to be on purpose, meaning I don't know exactly, you know, why I, why I, why I survived. Right. But I'm here for a purpose and I need to be on purpose, meaning life is so short and we only have, you know, so many minutes. We have no idea when our, when our day will be called to go home. Um, but what is it that I can do to make a difference to, to people in my life and, or the people that are in my life or, or make a difference to those that I get to, to reach. And so that really projected me into this path of, of personal and professional growth and, and realizing that my lens um, had been so small and, and that I hadn't really been fully betting on myself and the potential that I only have so that I can, you know, really uh, make a, make a larger difference or a bigger impact, you know, across the nation or across the globe or across my state of North Dakota. And so that moment, in time in 2005, um, in 2006, in 2007, uh, the time leading after that really was a big, big, big turning point in my life that really put me on this path of, of professional growth um, and knowing that I have been made for a purpose and I need to be on purpose and, and impact others. Um, and so, you know, within that, you know, that really started that path of, of, you know, joining the John Maxwell team has been another really big, you know, big thing for me as well. Um, being around other like minds of, of seeing people who are on fire, like yourself, Allison, you are so on fire to make a difference in people's lives. Um, and it, for those that, you know, that are around you and that get to listen to you, if you can't feel the passion that you have for making a difference, um, but being surrounded with, you know, around people like you as well. But what I realized too is, you know, I, I found, um, I found so much power in dissatisfaction. <laughs> um, that's been something that I've been focused on lately is, is as I reflect in, in some of these years, the power in dissatisfaction, um, has really driven, you know, some holes for me to find the gaps where I can, where I can step in and I can fill, fill those gaps with what's needed. And so, um, you know, I, I don't even know if I remember your original question, but 
I you love know. that. I love what you're saying. So it's fantastic. So I, first off, I want to, I want to honor um, the fact that you shared something really personal with, with the yeah. listeners and with myself. And um, I'm so sorry that you lost your son and that you had to go through that tragic time. And, um, you know, I know that it's never easy, right. To lose anybody and it doesn't get easier necessarily. It just, yeah. it just, it, it is what it is. And you just have to live with it and it's hard. Right. And yeah. sometimes we don't, we try to like say, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's, you know, like I think for me, at least that's what I always do. I'm always like, Oh, it's fine. It's not fine. And it's okay to, to live with the hurt and have it be a driver for you to, to make a difference. And it sounds like that's what you've done with it. Well, you know, absolutely, Allison. And I think for myself, you know, um, I've always been, because I was the driver of the vehicle and, and the car accident, you know, ultimately, if we talk fault, was my fault, right? Um, and so, you know, I battled a long time in my mind on, um, you know, embarrassment, shame, <laughs> uh, failure, you know, as, as a mother, you feel like your, your number one job is to take care of your children. And I felt like a failure that day. Um, and, and for many days after, and so being able to live with myself and find a way to, um, make it, make it not be, um, only a loss, but how can I, how can I sprout from this and how can I change? How can I grow? I owed that to myself, but I also owed it to my son and I owed it to my family. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's, you know, can I, can I choose to be bitter and, and crawl in a hole and, and feel pity and sorry for myself? And, or can I do the, you know, the other route, which is choose to get better and, and really make a difference and learn from it and see how I can, you know, uh, turn it into something that could be a beautiful gift, not only for myself, but for other people that maybe are going through or experiencing similar things for me, you know, like me, but much, much like you said, Allison, you don't ever get, you don't ever get over it, right? You don't ever get, um, the only way to, to cope with it is to go through it and to honor, you know, every day I wake up honoring, um, honoring my son and honoring my family by making sure that I can be the best version of me possibly and make a difference, um, to those that I get to reach. Um, and, and I know it's hard, you know, cause we're human, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but ultimately, um, that is what drives me is, is just making sure that I don't waste, I don't waste a day, um, because I've been given a second chance ultimately. And I've been through, you know, one of the, the deepest losses that anybody can go through. Um, and I know for me, you know, I want to be on purpose and for a purpose. And I want to make sure that I'm honoring, honoring myself and honoring, you know, my son on an everyday basis. Oh, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I, I just, I thank you for, I thank you for who you are and, and what you do to serve the world in a bigger way, Deb. And, you know, I want to, I want to end with, is there anything else, you know, if there was a message you wanted to give people, um, what would it be? What, you know, what would be kind of like your closing, like Deb quote for this podcast? Oh man, you know, the, the C in me, Allison needs to have these questions in advance because you just can't, (laughs) you just can't throw a a one, you know, a one thing, but you know, I, I, you know, I don't know if there is, I don't know if there is one thing, Allison, but where I'm at today is, um, you know, I, I think where I'm at today is I'm in that space where, you know, really getting realigned with what it is that I, that I'm called to do. Right. And I think, um, understanding, you know, where each person's, um, you know, 
you can use things to, to launch or to grow from. And for me in this space of, of reflection, you know, resigning from my, my executive director role and moving into my own business. Um, I've been really looking at where, where are the gaps? Where, where do I feel the most return and reward? Um, where is my dissatisfaction, but also knowing, and, and, you know, everybody out there that I've been in contact with for the past 10, 12 years, hearing their dissatisfactions, hearing, um, their struggles and, and Allison, it isn't rocket science. It really isn't. Um, so many people share similar things and I know I have some giftedness to be able to help them. And so, you know, really going, going forward and betting on people, betting on myself, you know, I've been in the, in the business for the last 10 years of betting on other people. And so this, I feel is I've taken the risk I've jumped, um, and I'm building my own business, but ultimately what I'm doing is I'm betting on myself in a, in a larger platform. Um, and I just want to encourage your listeners to make sure that they get out and they bet on themselves as well, because what I, what I read and I shared with you already is that on any given day, you may be the answer to someone's prayers. And I do know that, you know, there are so many people out there looking for more. They want to be more, they want to do more, they want to have more. And you might be that person that might be able to be the bridge to help them get to where it is that they want to go. And so not only bet on yourself, but, you know, get out there and, and really use your giftedness to, to bet on other people. And by helping other people, you're probably going to fill your own cup up um, and, and have your cup runneth over um, by being able to serve and help other people as well. Oh, Deb, that was beautiful. Bet on yourself, my friends. What a fantastic way to wrap up this awesome conversation with my friend, Deb Eslinger. Deb, how do people get a hold of you if they want to contact you after this podcast? You know, um, there's, there's many ways that you can get a hold of me. First of all, you know, out on, um, you know, my website is, is almost complete. So Deb Eslinger.com is my website. You can look me up on LinkedIn. Um, also linkedin.com forward slash Deb Eslinger. Um, if they want to go ahead and get uh, my five priority pillars, I do have a link for that as well. Um, I can share that with you, Allison, if that's okay. Absolutely. Yes. It's bit.ly forward slash five, the number five priority pillars. Uh, you can go ahead and download that. Uh, you can ask my dear friend, Allison, how to get a hold of me, but, um, email is fine too. Deb at debeslinger.com. Um, but stay tuned for all my social, social channels that will be launched here in early, early, uh, January, 2020. Awesome. Thank you so much, Deb, for sharing with us today. It was a fantastic conversation. And I know the listeners learned so much about what they can do to get results every day in their lives and really live on purpose. And so to the listeners, uh, make sure you look for next week's episode. I'm so excited about it. And I am grateful for all of you for tuning in and for sharing this podcast. It's been such a joy to be able to share kind of some of my amazing amazing friends with you from all over the world and, and learn from them. I learned so much as well, and I'm sure that you do as well. So have a great day. And I thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the launch podcast. I'm Allison Little, and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com.